Hey, y'all, this is Grant Malloy-Smith, and I sure am listening to the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you once again, oh legendary one, John Bon Jovial. Thank you, listeners, for joining us for another hour of music and all kinds of fun stuff here as we wind down the year of 2022. Only a couple of shows left in our regular schedule and then our uh, our traditional holiday vacation. What a show we've got for you today. Almost Almost an all-ladies show, but not quite, because we've got a gentleman coming up first by the name of Aaron John, who kind of likes the thrill of the ride. Never seen a clearer picture in my head. They come and go, and I stay zoned into this moment like there's nowhere that I've been and nowhere that I'm going. It's like I'm part of a larger constellation. Yeah, I'm going. John, 
thrill of the ride. And before we talk about Aaron John, I want to take just a second to thank Grant Malloy-Smith for the introduction to the show today and remind you that he has one fantastic Christmas album out. It is a new Christmas classic. You're going to want to listen to it. We had him on the show here Oh, it was a couple of three weeks ago. I don't remember the exact date, but you can look it up on Blog Talk Radio and check it out because we explore the album with him, and he talks about the music, how it came to be, how he came to write some of the original music on there, and this thing is an Americana Christmas classic in the making. This is one you're going to want to keep a copy of, so be sure and check that out, our buddy Grant Malloy-Smith. On to Aaron John, whom you just listened to, Thrill of the Ride. He's a Canadian singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist. He seems to wow audiences by crossing genres, creating his own brand of music with, with inspiring vocals and infectious rhythms that just sort of get to you. He traveled to 17 countries around the world and taught in South Korea for several years before deciding to return to Pickering, Ontario, Canada, and pursue a career in music which we're glad he did because we like his music and think you will too. The Toronto Stars praised him and his rising streaming numbers seem to certify that he made the right choice and people who have seen him in concert love him. We hope you will too. Aaron John, you find him online at aaronjohn.ca. Remember, he's a Canadian artist, aaronjohn.ca. John Bon Jovial, your thoughts? Well, he definitely has a great commercial sound to him. He's got a very processed uh, form of production in his music. I don't know if he's using a light version of auto-tune, but I can tell that uh, he's got a good voice. And I think that this particular style that he's flaunting here can do well for him. If he can get some of these terrestrial radio stations would uh, pick it up, I think he could go far with it here in the States, too. Great, yeah, right here on the stateside, I'm sure. Aaron John, we're glad to be able to share his uh, newest release with you. Want to salute some friends of ours, the band Titty Bingo from Texas, good old rock and rollers from the back porch in Texas, who've provided our theme music for 10 years now. You can check them out online at tittybingo.com, and believe me, they got some good solid music. They got it because they also back up some of the greatest artists in the business, including Willie. Also want to salute Steve Litvak, whose Rock and Roll Rumble follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, WRFZ FM 106.3. That's Saturdays. And uh, following, uh, following Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble is Armand Spins. Check him out. A lot of music on WRFZ FM 106.3. Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York. We also want to thank our friends at Anchor FM. John Bon Jovial, I believe you're equipped to uh, tell the folks about Anchor FM. Indeed, David. A bunch of very groovy people that have come up with a great idea, and we are more than happy to help them out. Anchor FM, this is a place that you can go to and listen to the David Bowers Awards. And the cool thing about it, other than the fact that, you know, David and I are, you know, just tragically hip and very cool. <laughs> is that at the end of the episode, there's a link that you can click. This uh, will allow you to uh, make a donation if you are so inclined to do so. And this money goes toward helping indie artists get the word out about them. It's kind of like a collective. 
and uh, it is used for general purposes of promoting indie music, the management of indie music, the artists that make the music, the uh, bios about these people so they can get their uh, voices heard and their names known. So we would really appreciate it if you could look into it after you're done listening to us today. Uh, click on that link and find out more about how you can help indie musicians and their cause. It's not going to cost you a lot, maybe a couple of bucks, five bucks, whatever. We'd really appreciate it if you'd help us out. That's Anchor FM. If you don't know how to find them, use the Google machine and just put in Anchor FM. It'll take you right directly to it. That's Anchor FM. David? Absolutely. That's kind of our tip jar, and uh, you're welcome to contribute whatever you whatever you feel you can afford. And we're very thankful for each and every contribution. We're also thankful for some great artists who have frequented our shows over the years. We have a returning artist by the name of Linda Marks, who has a new album coming out, and we'll be talking with her, listening to a couple of tracks from that album in, oh, another 15, 20 minutes or so. First, we've got an artist that's new to the David Bowers Awards, a young lady by the name of Jen Ash, who has... uh, well, she has quite an interesting history. Traveled halfway around the world to begin a brand new career here in the United States, and we're going to be talking with her about that and her music after we listen to some of her music. Here she is. Her name is Jen Ash, and her tune is called Crush on You.
That's Crush on You, Jen Ash, who is here to talk with us today. Jen, come on in and say hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. And uh, we really appreciate you sharing your time with us, as well as your music. And you have you have quite an amazing history. I was going through your, you know, your bio and what you've done. And uh, as we were talking before we went on the air, from Lebanon to France to Los Angeles, I mean, that had to be culture shock. Over over what period of time did you do that? Um, well, most of my life I was in France. I moved from Lebanon when I was three. So, uh, But then when I was 25, I moved to L.A. And I decided in like a week that I wanted to come to L.A. So <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make the decision today. I'm going to book my plane ticket and with no return, like no cancellation, like I'm going. Um <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the best decision you make is when you don't think about it. You're absolutely right. Although with my decision when I moved to Los Angeles, that was a culmination of a lifelong dream. I grew up, well, a little bit anyway, in the uh, 50s when Westerns were all the rage. And I was determined I was going to go to Los Angeles and get into Western movies or TV shows. I never made it. My parents would not move. But I finally got there 30 years later and uh, loved every minute of it. So I can identify with what you're saying, even though my situation was a little bit different. Now, you had another interesting footnote to your career. Before going into music, you were a professional basketball player? Yes, for for a long time. I mean, when I started, I I was bad. (laughs) But I worked hard, you know, and... Everybody mm-hmm. told me I couldn't do it, and and I made it, and it was fun. It was very, um, like, it helped me to learn how to work hard and discipline, and it was a great, uh, great school for me, and uh, I enjoyed every single day of it, and, uh, yeah, and it was fun. <laughs> no, this, this was in France? Yeah, that was in France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I can imagine the challenge because I seem to remember reading somewhere. I mean, I won't, I won't give away personal secrets, but I, I seem to remember reading somewhere that you were not exactly the height of the average basketball player. <laughs> no, I mean I'm five <laughs> seven, but you know I'm not the shortest or the tallest right. either. But um yeah, I, I worked so hard to get what I where I wanted to be, and uh, and I've done it, and I'm so proud of what I've done uh, with basketball. And then uh, at some point, I was I was just done with it. You know, uh, the day you don't have fun with it, it it means you have to That's let it go and change. That's mm-hmm. the time to move on, John Bon Jovial. I know you want to get in the conversation. Come on in here. Well, absolutely, <laughs> and Jen, first and foremost. Welcome. It is absolutely wonderful to have you with us, and I, I, I really mean that. It's just I love talking to people about their music, and uh, as David will probably tell you, uh, you know, I never get to hear the music until we actually play it and uh, to get a visceral gut reaction and, and get my questions asked and that kind of thing. And, I, you know, I want to circle back a little bit to Crush on You, uh, which is just an absolutely neat song. I really like it. Um, and I'd like to know kind of what was the thought process, you know, what was the inspiration for putting this together, 
you know, how did it get written? How did it get produced? And just you know, minor things like that. So every Valentine's Day, I'm a single bird. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let me do a song for Valentine's Day. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And it was COVID, and you can't, you know, you can't go out. You can't date. Like, it was hard for, like, two years and a half, right? So I remember the time I spent in France when we're, like, we go out and, and we have, like, we go dance and you meet someone for the first time. And I'm like, I want to do that again. So I start writing it and I miss the 90s vibe. Uh, the music of the 90s, I miss that a lot. So um, I wanted to find uh, a beat that is uh, very old school. So I think I've done, I've done that. <laughs> and, yes, um, and I wrote it, yeah, I wrote it pretty easily, actually. Uh, it's just like getting back to the memories of the younger me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And you did. You, you managed to incorporate that feel of the classic 90s music, especially the pop R&B sounds, and uh, it, it's really neat. Of course, John and I, are uh, we're kind of uh, legends in our own mind. We've been around since, uh, I, I think, since they first spread dirt on the earth, but uh, we've gone through a lot of musical transitions over the years. I remember the 90s very well. It was a, uh, it was a period of transition for me. Yeah, I understand, and I, I can feel the feel that you injected into Crush on You. And another thing that I've noticed about your music is the fact that your music always seems to take inspiration from things that are actually meaningful to you in your life, not just an event, but a situation, a transition, a a life stage. And uh, you, you seem to have this knack for being able to take something that is part of your life and turning it into a song. And you're quoted as saying that you have some memories of your life that are related to specific songs, and that makes you want people to relate parts of their life to your music. And I think that's fascinating. I'm trying to be vulnerable to to the people because I think they need uh, music that they can relate to. And the more vulnerable you have, you are, the more people are responding. And it's hard, you know, like you, you sharing your life with like stranger and people you don't know, and it's a difficult process. But it it, it helps me to heal when it's it's not fun in my life, you know. And and it's a great process because sometimes I don't want to talk to people, and I just write a song, and it makes it so much easier for me. Okay, David just mentioned something a second ago about, you know, taking your life's course and applying that to your music, the influences in your life. But what about the people that surround you? Are you inspired by things that have happened to members of your family, your friends, and has that spurred you on to write your music, as, as well as personal things that have affected you yourself? Yeah, I mean, you know, family is hard because they they when they're not creative, they don't understand um, how my brain works <laughs> because they're still like nine to five and work, and and I don't work like that. So, uh, but yeah, some some people in my life really intense 
some of my songs for sure. But uh, the, I'm lucky because most of the time my family doesn't speak English, so I can write <laughs> whatever I want and they don't know. So that's good. That's great. But uh, you have to be smart and you have to find the, the right words because you don't want to hurt people either, you know. But, yeah, I had, like, very bad love relationship, and that helped me a lot to write. So. And we're going to touch on that in just a moment, but I, I did want to flash back on one other thing that you have been quoted as saying, is that music is the best way for you to tell people that you understand what they're going through and that you're with them. And I think that is incredibly empathetic of you. It, it's just a, it's a position that a lot of people don't take, especially in this business, in the music business. I mean, I don't remember the last time I heard someone say that uh, I want I want you to be able to relate to my songs and know that I'm going through it with you, that I'm here with you. I don't recall ever hearing anyone say that, and uh, that's that's an amazing statement in itself. It it says about a lot about you, the person that you are. You also said, and I'm drawing from some great comments that you have made. You also said that relationships are sometimes distractions. And they take us on a path that is not ours to take, and we lose focus of what our true desires are. Now, I know this next song that we're going to play, uh, No Lover Lover, is a, uh, is a reaction to a situation that you have been through. And before we went out of time, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, kind of translate that thought. I mean, you don't have to tell us the secrets of the relationship or anything, but it was kind of a toxic relationship that led you to this song. Yeah, it was very toxic, and I didn't realize until the person was gone. And, you know, when you break up, you think that the word's going to fall, and then you can't survive, you know, very dramatic. Mm -hmm. And then you realize that actually when the person is gone, the doors start opening, and then you free, like, you free yourself from, like, a, a burden, and you realize that it was for a better purpose, that it was for something better than the person is gone, so... Sometimes we have to trust the universe, you know? You're absolutely right. And again, I salute you for your ability to do this and the fact that you are doing it. It, it. it really works, and I'm really excited for you. I look for a big future. I think you've got a lot more to tell and share, and I think we're going to be hearing a lot more from you. I hope you will come back and see us again. Before I let you go, I want to give you a chance to tell the listeners how they can follow you online, how they can contact you if they want, and, of course, how they can get your music. Everything is, all my social media are Jen Ash Music. You can type it on uh, Google, uh, YouTube, Spotify, everything is there. Um, I'm on all the platforms, so you just type Jen Ash and you can find me. Website, jenashmusic.com. Super easy. Fantastic, and I salute you for that also for having the uh, feel for putting everything on the same name. I know I'm constantly running into <laughs> artists who have two or three different uh, hashtags for their social media, and it's so much easier if you can do it all on the mm -hmm. same name. So jenashmusic.com, plain and simple. I love it. Love you. Thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. And I'm serious, you're part of our family now, so we want to keep in touch. Aww. You have a uh, yes, Facebook course. Yeah, of course, I want to keep in touch, too. So, yeah, Facebook, Jen Ash Music, Jen Ash. 
Easy. Fantastic. <laughs> we have a Facebook page that's kind of an anchor page, my group's page on Facebook, the David Bowers Awards. That's there for all of our guests to go ahead and post their music news and notes, new releases, experiences, anything you want to share with the listeners, go ahead and post it there. You don't have to send me a press release. We'll pick it up and share it with all the other places that we post. So feel free to use that. That's exactly what it's there for. Thank you. You're welcome. Jen Ash, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Jen Ash, and here she is with No Lover Lover.
Ben Ash, No Lover Lover. And uh, I want to I want to take a second to thank Ron in Purvis, Mississippi, who uh, dropped this very nice little note about uh, how he liked that song and would love to have her on the show. There you go, Ron. You got to hear her in person right here on the David Bowers Awards. We've got an old friend coming back now. She's been with us several times in the past, and thankfully she always gives us a yell when she's got new music coming out so that we can share it with you, and we love that. We're going to preview a couple of tracks from a brand new album that she has coming out after the first of the year. We'll talk more about that when we talk with her in a few moments. But right now, here's Linda Marks with Windows and Doors. Unlike my you 
That's Linda Marks right around the Dead of Hours Awards. Linda, come on in here and say hello. Hi, David. Thanks so much for having me back and so much for sharing my music. Oh, well, thank you for sharing with us and coming back and sharing your time with us as well. So happy to have you here, especially to, uh, you know, to talk about your new album and play a couple of tracks from it. Everyday Legends is the title of the album, and uh, that's coming out after the first of the year. And, of course, as you know, Linda, we have our own living legend right here, John Bon Jovial. So uh, I, I think it's a perfect Indeed. tie-in Indeed. that you should, uh, you, should, <laughs> you should introduce the album here on the show. Tell us about the album Everyday Legends. Mm-hmm. Well, Everyday Legends is a collection of poignant and timely songs and Part of the inspiration for the album was I've been spending a lot of time during the past three, almost three pandemic years asking, what's it like to be a child growing up in the world today? It's not easy to be a child in a world that's turned upside down, where our daily routines are turned inside out. People work at home more than in offices. Children have lived through social distancing and Zoom-centric living, the unmitigated gun violence we see in the world, a polarized political divide, human rights issues. It's, it's pretty scary to be a child. So what I realized is it was important to celebrate the potential and the gift that every child brings to the world when they're born, which is what the title song Everyday Legends is about. And a number of the songs on the album are written in the eyes or through the voices of children. Our children's prayer is a response to the Uvalde and other school shootings through the eyes of children and in the voice of children. Please Listen is a song 
inspired by the documentary Safety about the life of Ray McElrathby, who was a Clemson NCAA football player who happened to have an 11-year-old brother who was left at home when he went to Clemson on a scholarship. Unfortunately, his dad was long gone with drug issues, and his mom had drug issues. And when his 11-year-old brother started texting him frantically, he realized his mom had been taken away because of the drug issue. So he actually brought his 11-year-old brother to college in order to help him get to school and, and take care of him. He even ended up adopting his brother, and he was only a freshman in college. So it's an incredible story. But the song, Please Listen, is written in the eyes, in the, through the eyes and in the voice of Famar focusing on the often unheard voices of our children and the importance for adults to listen to them. There's another song called Prayer for Peace, which is somewhat autobiographical, chronicling the challenges of growing into young adulthood in a very turbulent world for both a mother and a son. And so those are very directly written in the voices of our children. But other songs like what you played, Windows and Doors, that's a song about finding peace, about stepping back, because when many people reach those big decade birthdays, as did the friend who I wrote the song for, it's a time to look at what is our life about and what really matters. And often simplicity and finding peace is what matters. There are a couple tribute songs, speaking of everyday legends. One of my best friends died during the pandemic and A Brighter Light in Heaven is a tribute to her life. I Can Only Imagine, which is a song that actually won best song world music in the world songwriting awards this past year that was a tribute to a friend of mine I went to grammar school with who died far too young and also to the wife of someone I went to college with who died far too young during the pandemic it's a song about loved ones left behind Unstrummed chronicles the life of the unsung legends of the Delta Blues, and it was written in support of Diane Cameron Elam's Cloud of Blue project. So talk about everyday legends, invisible legends, culture-shaking legends. And there are a couple songs on the album that are designed to offer vision, shelter, and inspiration. Let There Be Love, which I co-wrote with Mike Greenlee. Safe Harbor, which I sing as a duet with singer-songwriter Kemp Harris, and Good Times, which will be our closing song. And then rounding out the album is another everyday legend. It's called Second Chance, the story of my 17-year-old former shelter kitty, Quinn, told in her own voice. So there are many voices of people and even a kitty cat on this album that share more about our human joy journeys, our trials, our tribulations, our triumphs quite an amazing uh, project and I love what you've done with it. Uh, the fact of uh, you know, I, I've thought many times, as a matter of fact, I've spoken with friends and family about the fact that I am in many ways grateful that I am not raising my children now. Mm -hmm. It was tough enough when I was doing it but in today's society I don't know if I could hold up to it or not. It's uh, To say it's challenging is the understatement of the uh, of the generation, I think, but uh, it's an amazing project that you've put together and you've pulled in so many thoughts, so many thought lines and uh, perspectives of the situation of life today. And uh, I salute you for that along with many other things. You have several other projects. I know you have a women in music project and yeah. you have a, yeah. a lot of stuff that you do back up in the, uh, in the Boston area. But uh, now this album, Everyday Legends, which is our primary target for discussing here, mm -hmm. 
is uh, this is coming out in January, what, January 1st? January 1st is the release date for the album. Okay, but people can listen to it and people can listen and pre-order now? Absolutely. Um, they can just, if they would like a physical contact, I have a limited number of physical CDs since most people do it the old streaming way these days, but it's a gorgeous album. Um, I've worked with Eric Spalke of Hudson Harding Music, who's done both the, a lot of the, the, you know, the practical planning part, and he does the marketing to the folk radio community. And the cover that he had made is absolutely gorgeous. There's a photograph that I took of a, a little boy that's also quite gorgeous with the dedication because the album is dedicated to the children in our world. Their gifts and potential deserve to be seen, nurtured, and cultivated to build a better world today and tomorrow. So I had to put a really gorgeous picture of a little boy with a fishing net at a pond into the album as well. So, yes, people can pre-order it through me directly. And believe it or not, over the weekend, the streaming platforms have already uploaded the album, even though it's being released January 1st. I was quite amazed. So even today, you can find the album on all the streaming platforms pre-release. Okay, and I know John Bon Jovi wants to jump in here, but before he does, tell the folks real quickly how they can contact you to get the album. Yes, my email is L as in Linda, S as in Susan, M as in Mark, H-E-A-R-T at AOL.com. So that's LSMHeart at AOL.com. Pop me an email, and I'd be happy to help you get a hold of one. Very good. Thank you. John Bon Jovial, come on in and say hello. Well, okay. First and foremost, Linda, wow, it's just fantastic having you back again. It is always just, you know, it's just a wonderful conversation. I've always enjoyed, you know, hearing your take on things. The question that I have for you, uh, one, of the things, one of the things that you've established, at least in my mind, is that you like to write about the human condition. And mm-hmm. I think that that is an incredibly admirable thing. And the human condition, the, the, the noble causes of which there are so many, whether it is, you know, child neglect or animal abuse or anything like this, and where is this question is going to sound? It's something that I've been really wanting to ask you. Do you have a way of prioritizing what causes you're going to champion when you make a new record? Is there any particular order or criteria? Uh, I just, I'd, I'd like to get a little bit more into your thought process on that. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting question because, I've actually been sort of looking at the songs I've been writing, and if I were to look over like a five-year period, I could probably put a whole album together of songs addressing the unmitigated gun violence problem. I've written quite a few songs about that. In fact, I've already started to write for my 2024 album, even though this album is just coming out, and I've written a song called I Don't Want to Have to Write another Stop Gun Violence song, the longest title I've ever had. But that's the truth, having written more, you know, gun violence prevention songs than I'd ever want to have to write. So that seems to creep through. And and one reason it creeps through is that it keeps happening. So part of what informs what I include in an album and which of those issues I choose has to do with what's actually happening in the world. Let There Be Love, which I co-wrote with Mike Greenlee, 
is born of living through almost three years of a pandemic world with a political divide and people not realizing we're all people. It's sort of there's a dehumanization of us. And if we look at the everyday legends theme, it's trying to look at we all matter, you know, our children in particular, but we all matter. So the, the killer album, what was coming out was the need to address themes that relate to we all matter. Whether we've passed, we matter. The people left behind when people pass matter. The all kinds of things children go through matter and deserve voice. Even shelter kitties matter. So the unsung legends of the Delta Blues. So a lot of the songs come to me based on what's happening, who crosses my path. But there are themes that do come through. Many, many, many songs tend to be anthemic. If we look at my home album, it had a song called Be the Light, which is anthemic much the way Let There Be Love Is. I've just co-written a new song with Lisa Jeanette from Philadelphia for the um, A Recipe for Hope 2024 album called Love Always Wins. So I have a tendency to write those kinds of uplifting songs that a group of people can sing together to help them feel like we're a community and that there is hope. So that's another thread. So I guess the, the, the simplest answer to what you're saying is there's sort of a a cross between what's happening in the world and what issues touch me and themes that go across all my albums, like anthemic songs about bringing us together or gun violence or what it's like to be a child or, you know, social issues or the political divide. All of those just seem to creep in. And I've written a lot of songs about animals too. Linda, how, how did you come up with the idea of approaching this album through a child's eyes? Because, for one, I think I'm a mom. I mean, my son is 26, and he's actually a first-year teacher, and he's working, he's now teaching history grades three through six. So, you know, I hear a lot about what it's like to be those children, but I'm a mom, and I think a lot about parenting, and I've felt so badly for all the children who've gone through all the gun violence and the turbulence. In my other profession as a mind-body psychotherapist, I have clients who have very young children, and I hear what they go through. I also have clients that are fairly young, whether they be teenagers or young adults. So the whole question of what's it like to be a child in the world comes at me from many different angles, and it just pulls at my heartstrings. I would even say being a mom is probably one of the most important parts of my life and always has been. I've always done a lot with kids and mentored kids. So I've always given a lot of attention to what's it like to be in the children's shoes. And the times we've been going through, just put that on the, the front burner. Oh, I know I can, I can appreciate what you've done and the way you've done it. I know one line stuck, stuck out at me when we were listening to Windows and Doors, and that was the line about, as we age, we slow down. And uh, I can re readily identify with that. I think, I think I've even slowed talking uh, as, as I've aged. Mm -hmm. But uh, you definitely noticed that. But I think it's a, a wonderful, fascinating book that you have in doing these songs through the eyes and mind of a child. If you were to, if you were to sum it up, one thought that you would like people to take away after listening to this album, what would it be? I'd ask people to slow down 
and step back. Our lives have us running. There's so many things to worry about, whether it's inflation or whether it's global warming or whether it's, you know, unmitigated gun violence or, you know, women's reproductive rights. Slow down and step back from all of that fray and listen. Listen to your heart. Listen to your children's heart. Just listen more deeply. And just like Windows and Doors says, look at what brings you peace and what really matters. That sounds, <laughs> I don't mean to, uh, you know, I don't mean to presume on telling you what to do with your career or anything, but I just flashed as you were saying that that sounds like a great title for perhaps a 2025 album, Slow Down and Listen. <laughs> I mean, there's so much that I can see you putting into music under that heading. It's an interesting thought, and uh, I, I do love what you've done with this album here. Now, before we let you go, first I want to give you the opportunity we give all of our guests every time or try to, and that's tell the folks again how they can find you online, of course, how they can get mm-hmm. your music, how they can contact you if you want, and of course, follow all these projects you've got going on. Thank you. And thank you for planting the seed. I wrote down your idea, by the way. You never know what's going to grow. To find me, my <laughs> website is lindamarksmusic.com. My email, which is a great way to find me, is L-S-M-H-E-A-R-T. That's L-S-M-H-E-A-R-T at AOL.com. Um, I'm both on Facebook with my personal page and my Linda Marks music page. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm L-S-M-H-E-A-R-T on LinkedIn, you can find me under Linda Marks. Um, those are probably the main places people look. And I'm on every digital platform. I Actually, my, my, my YouTube channel is a great place to go because I have some wonderful studio videos for this album as well as all kinds of content that I keep making from the raw song the minute it's written to the perfect song that comes from the album to live shows when I get to do them in person. There's a history of them there, too. It's it's L-S-M-H-E-A-R-T. That's my YouTube channel, LSM Heart. So those are the best ways to reach me. And if you want an album of any of my albums, I have them. And please also listen on all the virtual platforms, too, because all that matters is that people hear music. Songwriters write music so that people listen and hopefully are touched by the songs. Amen to that. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Linda Marks. Linda, we appreciate you coming back and sharing with us every time you get the chance to do it. And we will look forward to next time, ladies and gentlemen. I think this is an appropriate positive thought and uh, keeping our fingers crossed to end the segment on. Here she is from her new album, Everyday Legends. Here's Linda Marks with Good Times.
Marks. That's good times. We thank you so much, Linda, for sharing with us this week. We thank both of our guests, Linda Marks and, of course, Jen Ash, with whom we spoke earlier. It's been a great day, some great music, and we thank you most of all for being here because, as I always say, without you, there is no us. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Another musical mystery tour that we've had today, David. Uh, great guests, great conversation, and folks, I can't believe it. You've done it again. You've spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we truly are grateful for your presence each and every week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. On Anchor FM, you may recall, I mentioned them a little while ago, you can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and music by clicking the link at the end of this episode in each and every the David Bowers Awards episode and make a donation. We'd really appreciate it. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, and that airs at noon Eastern. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all the crew of morons here at the Radio Ranchero, I am the legendary John Bon Jovial saying be good to each other. Uh, just spread the love. And we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.